0: This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6:30 Central at www.twitch.tv/blancaog. Hope you enjoy the show.
1: What is up, guys? This is Tailgate Talks Week 70, and you are listening to Club Red, where we discuss what's going on in the Texas Tech sporting world. Right now, uh, you'll see our guys being a little bit distracted, because we are actually recording this during the Texas Tech OU game in Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, so, uh, if you hear little pauses and brief uh, brief big sighs or, or, or slight curses from Brooks, uh, then just assume that it was Big 12 officiating and move on. Uh, so...
2: Before we do. Or our, our inability to rebound a basketball—that also is becoming a thing all of a sudden. This game, <laughs> always
1: a possibility. Um, so uh, a... go ahead, go ahead. What, what, what There's
0: else? There's a mystery rebound as <laughs> soon as.
1: Uh, make sure before we do dive into this, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on iTunes. Uh, if it is on iTunes, make sure you do drop the five or drop the review below. Definitely, always appreciate that. Uh, hit us up on social media accounts. Uh, on Twitter, we're at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you do swing by that YouTube channel, make sure you hit the subscribe and bell button. That way you're notified each time we post a new video. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at Member 22 Brooks at CalvinBBarrett, and me at Blocker, where the L's one. And lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show itself, uh, make sure to email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and jump right into this. We got uh, plenty to talk about with the last week, uh, or the, our last game against uh, West Virginia, and us moving into the top 10. We're
0: going to start this thing off right. Raider! Raider! And I've been waiting
2: all my life to do that.
1: So, we're going to be doing our best here to, to maintain an upbeat and positive attitude while watching this game. Because uh, there's always a lots, lots of highs and lows when watching Tech basketball, unfortunately. Uh, just very passionate about this roster, about this team. So, uh, to start this thing off, right? Uh, solid game in, in, in a tough environment. Morgantown is always a difficult place to play. But uh, Texas Tech goes into West Virginia, beating them 60-53. to 53. And, uh, that netted us a, uh, a number nine in the polls, giving us our top 10 and our first top 10 appearance for this season. Um, so, uh, a- any kind of initial thoughts on that top 10 business, or are we just going to kind of jump right into the uh, Twitter reviews?
0: Well, you had, you had some teams above us get upset and lose. I mean, you, you handled business, so you deserve where you're at, but had some help above us. So that's, that's cool. That's great. But yeah on the, the bracket side of things we're getting the love we need there is a three seed so mm-hmm. all deserving uh,
1: i think it's all good things and I, I think if we continue in this trajectory uh you know it, it, it solidifying a three seed would be an awesome uh but also uh you know shot at that two seed might not be a bad thing to be on the opposite end of the bracket from the uh from the one seeds.
2: Yeah, it would be cool to be able to get a two seed. Uh, what I still can't understand is how Baylor is getting so much love uh, as being yeah. a two seed. And I know it's a projection, so I'm guessing they're thinking that Baylor is going to you know, eventually lock it up uh, and, and rise to that two seed. But I just don't understand that. So in the poll, you actually jumped to Baylor, which is yes. nice to see. Mm-hmm. i just kind of waiting for the bracketology stuff to Catch change up. their thoughts on Baylor because you know they haven't had an, an
0: they, impressive
2: win in a long time, yeah.
0: <laughs> and they've had, yeah, they've had some injuries and that's why they're struggling. So, yeah, until they become you know healthy and 100% Baylor again, they're not you know the national defending national champs and the who we thought they were to begin the year, they're yeah. a little yeah. different right now,
2: yeah. And you got to judge teams as what they are, and yes, they are not a two seed right now. And I think just about anybody's opinion, but. But you've got some, you still got some work to do. You got to handle oh, yeah. business.
1: No, and, and this, we still, we still have the gauntlet that has the Big 12 to go through. So, uh, still plenty of tough matchups, plenty of tough games. Uh, love how we're looking on the road or on the, on at home court, though. Uh, just got to kind of sure up some of these road, road games. And uh, I think we will be looking pretty solid to, to have that shot at least at hitting the, uh, hitting, hitting that two seed. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead. And if, if you can't, if you guys can. Uh, go ahead and pull up the Twitter, and uh, Dustin, you go ahead and start us off with uh, yeah, covering the you... uh, tailgate tweets.
0: Yeah, my thumbs were on the on the Twitter machine for the game.
1: Let's go. And uh,
0: didn't have a ton of them, but yeah, some good stuff. We started out really slow in this game. Um, a lot of in and outs, but I know my first one is two two in a row from three, and I think Bryson hit one for us. We started out pretty damn cold. Yeah, um, so that was that kind of not got us going, but it just got us out of a rut, you know? Yeah. Um big man in transition. I think we had a fast break that either Silver or Bryson was leading and passed to the other one. And it was just kind of nice to see your two like six, ten, seven footer like that mobile and agile to run the break by themselves like that. It's just great to see how good they can handle the ball. Um yeah, like I said, we missed a lot first half. I have second half Going to need some of these in and out buckets to fall. Yeah. And that was like the story of the first half. Like, we didn't have like bad shots. They were literally just like in and out, front, back, rim, and out. Like, oh, so many close shots just didn't fall. And if y'all want to butt in on any of these, just holler, get in there. Mm, um, good. The biggest one I had, I had a little three-peat here on a thread. Tough break for TJ on a great take and dunk. And then he doesn't get the foul call. He got hammered. Yeah. On call and he came down on his knee very bad, hyper extended his knee, and like his his head almost touched his knee. He also folded his body up while he did it. Yeah. yeah. Like was, it was also a really bad landing. Um in that he went out and didn't play the rest of the first half, got treatment, came back in the second half. So that was great. He looked normal, like nothing, wasn't hobbled or anything, and then had a sweet little euro and one to kind of finish it off, I'm like, okay, I guess, guess his knee's fine, and he's playing tonight. So, yeah. Brooks, you kind of want to get in on this one maybe.
2: Yeah. Um, I can summarize everything that I tweeted up for my personal account based on the officiating in yep. that game. <laughs> um, and so I won't read you all of them. But, I mean, I thought TJ and Dos got fouled later pretty hard um, and knocked out two of our guys, you know, knocked out TJ for the rest of that. Knocked out Adonis for the rest of the second half. Um Lee TJ was able to come back what? and got some big buckets for you. But ultimately yeah. I thought those were fouls. I thought the ref job is to protect the shooter and they failed in doing that. Yeah. And they are just very inconsistent the game. It was uh, uh they weren't calling anything in the first half, which I'm okay if if you do that throughout the game, but all of a sudden in the half it became uh everything became a foul all of a sudden. Um, And so I think myself and a lot of Tech fans um, were frustrated
0: by that. Yeah, for sure. Um, And the last one Mm -hmm. I have, Bacho had a segment of play that big block on defense. He corrals the ball himself, passes it off, and then sprints down in transition and gets a sick dunk. Um, there's a sick Malik dunk in transition as well. Maybe we're taking this game into our own hands, but that was pretty sick to see from Bacho being, you know, that big and young athletic to make plays on both ends and sprint the court to get the finish. But, you know, not the best game. I think just to kind of give my own thought here is I think West Virginia played one of their best first halves and we played a horrible one and then we kind of just got it together and, and pulled it out despite the refs and, what they are giving us up there. So not a great game, pulled it out. And those always, you don't feel great about them, but you you still kind of breathe a sigh of relief that you got out of there yeah. without playing good.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a war when you go to Morgantown sometimes. And True. so anytime you can get out of there with a win, it's great. It's only the second time we've ever won there. But it was definitely a battle, and it was kind of one of those tests to see, can you overcome some of your offensive struggles and find a way to win a game? Can you find a way to win when a couple of your guys get hurt? Can you find a way to win when you're not really getting foul calls here and there? Can you, you know? um, and so I think for a lot of Tech fans, it's definitely a sigh of relief to get out of there with a win, but it's kind of one of those wins that you know signify what this team is, and they're a team that can beat you by playing some ugly, ugly basketball. And they're a team mm-hmm. that can beat you by playing some pretty nice basketball. So,
0: Hey, in the last year against West Virginia, we beat them twice in basketball, twice in baseball, I and once that. in football.
1: I saw that, yeah. little, that, little, little, uh, West that little tweet come out. And I was like, oh, hell yes. Oh, man. Well, uh, solid wrap-up for the game, though. Uh, but – good game all in all. I mean, you know, going in there and coming home with a win and uh, always, always an accomplishment from our boys. Uh, but I, uh, right now we do, we do got to kind of talk about this game a little bit here, which is, uh, this Oklahoma matchup. And, uh, you've already caught a little bit of the a little <laughs> bit of the glimpse for, for y'all at home listening as to how this is going for us. Not our best shooting night, but not, awful awful either we're at 21 to 17 at the moment how are you guys feeling about this matchup so far
0: it's looked terrible so far but again kind of like west virginia we weathered the storm and maybe we can hold it from here i know in the first 15 minutes they just showed we're 0 for 2 from 3 yep i don't know if that's just in the game plan or we're just not shooting them or what that deal is but
2: all yeah, right. we're not shooting. We're not sh- getting open looks from three so far. Gotcha. And when you when you do get open looks from three, you're you're just your typical self, and you don't make them. Uh, and Kevin McCullough just missed a pretty, pretty open look. <laughs> um, so you know, it's kind of what you're going to have to figure out on the road is you're going to have to figure out ways to win games, and they're most likely going to have to be dirty games like that West Virginia one where yeah. you can't score to say, you know to save your life. You got to figure out ways to score around the basket, uh, maybe get to the free throw line, um, have some performances from uh, random guys on the team. And uh, O'Benner misses another three. So <laughs> it's just, uh, it's a team that really struggles on the offensive end on in road Ooh. games. And, and so you really need to be able to figure out a way to play more consistent offense. You know, your defense is going to uh, travel uh, and keep you in just about every game. I uh, just can you figure out ways to score more consistently. Yeah. And uh, as now, all of a sudden we just can't stop shooting threes and missing them. <laughs>
1: oh, not again. And damn it. You're, you're like, you're like two seconds ahead of me on this one. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see. Uh, you, you know, I mean, this team is kind of, um, they're showing. Yeah, it is. Uh, they're they're showing extremely uh, resilient on the defensive end throughout both halves but on the offensive end i'm just seeing us hit our stride more often in the second half than the first yes so like yeah we i yeah that's a good point as long as we've definitely
2: become a second half offense
1: yeah and so like as long as we can go into the half with a lead i i got some confidence in our team to kind of pull off most victories even this one you know in Mm -hmm. Norman, oklahoma so
0: I don't even need a lead. I just need this to be within five or six. Right?
1: Like that's what happened with the with the West Virginia totally game. If I'm not mistaken. You, but like defensively, we we we're, we're we're keeping it ugly. We're keeping it. We're we we're, we're staying one of the best defenses out there, which is what we need to be doing. Yeah. Uh, offensively, you just kind of see them just take, you know, that first fifteen to warm up, and for some reason, that's just been kind of consistently happening every single game. Not a bad thing because the defense doesn't let up for for the full you know full game but yeah
2: but you got to figure out ways to start the game a little bit better on the offensive side you yep. you just got to be and it's not like we're getting bad looks i mean no. all these threes that we're taking are open looks we just we're just not a good shooting team yep and um you know we're not great at home and we're especially not great when you're on the road Oh yeah. Uh, so we've got to figure out some things before some of our, you know, before another road game that everybody will be looking at here in the near future. But
1: yep. um, we'll see. Uh, we we and, and speaking of road games, uh, we do have a couple of games coming up here. One of them is a uh, TCU. We have them at home, and uh, that's going to be our first time to see TCU. This this uh... actually we got two two home games coming up. Yeah, no road No, uh, you know bad
0: speaking
2: transition. of road games we're speaking of road on of road we have no
1: road games uh, so, <laughs> uh, no we got two home games uh we, we got we got tcu uh coming up uh, and uh, that's going to be kind of our first uh mashup with them that's going to be on saturday here in lubbock and then uh next wednesday so a week from today we get our rematch against baylor again so Hopefully, we'll be you know, uh, uh, on top of our game, and uh, we, we can take away another win there because uh, that's going to be one of our two kind of uh, hard matchups to round off the season as far as ranked opponents go. I think we have Baylor, and then we have an, another UT matchup, right? And yeah. then that's kind of a, the, the end of our, our ranked matchups that we really got to worry about this season. Uh, yeah, it's so. that's
0: a, that's a great end of season. We have the easiest... End of season Big Twelve schedule. Mm-hmm. You know Texas has the hardest, which so it's good. We got a lot of hard ones out of the way, but as we all know, the Big Twelve is never an easy night. Nope. So you can't like take a take a night off and get like a you know Kansas football type game. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> that that, that all, doesn't help you if you're UT either, though. Right. Yeah.
0: They're all they're all hard as hell. So you got to show up and fight your way through it. You know, oh, for forty shit. minutes.
2: Yeah, no. But you got to be able to hold serve here. You got to win your home games. And mm-hmm. we've done a great job of that so far this season. And, you know, there's no reason to not expect us to play well at home with uh, crazy crowds behind us. So, oh my God. you know, you've, you've got – you just got to keep handling business. And here's another, you know, two opportunities to keep doing that and keep solidifying yourself as one of the uh, top teams in not only the conference but the country.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, if we can kind of hold out here, we might be looking at, at, at I don't think we, have we ever had a, a big 12 championship? Yes.
2: 2018, yeah, did 2019.
1: Did we get them both that year? I don't know why I had it in my head that like.
2: Are you talking about like winning the tournament or are you talking about winning the regular season?
1: No, regular we, season. We yeah, of, the regular
2: season.
0: Oh. We won the regular
1: season
2: that year. Yeah. Hmm? we were a big 12 share uh, title shared it with kansas state but maybe
1: oh i do remember that now yeah that was that weird year that kansas State like fucking won that won the big 12 mm-hmm. little tourney uh well uh outside of that uh you know not too too much else to be saying uh we make sure you do tune into our our twitter feed though because uh i'm sure the second half of this game will have plenty more to talk about as far as twitter Ooh. goes uh Oh, oh. So I, I like, heard you do this you're like a I second ahead of me her boyfriend
0: in there. okay
1: nice I liked it alright I'm like wait oh what happened um but... Poster. yeah he did uh, I
2: can't <laughs> give up threes on the other end
1: like that <laughs> but uh damn it Brooks is like a little ahead of me so I'm like catching everything yeah. like a second late um but anyways guys uh that that is gonna kind of round it off here we do have one more thing to talk about though before we do and that is going to be uh, the topic of court storming. And the reason why that comes up right now is because uh, at home, UT uh, beat beat Kansas and they stormed the court. And as I was reading earlier, actually got fined for that 25,000. Uh, so um, what, what, what what should be the rules and guidelines for storming the court here?
0: Well, so here's why I wanted to bring this up in our club red conversation. Sure. So it's a big deal right now. you had, Texas do it the other night. Um, Arkansas just did it against Auburn. Yep. I saw, I guess, SMU just played Houston tonight and upset them, and they did it. Um, If you notice, we actually did it, too, against Texas. But we let Texas go through the handshake line and get out of the court area before we let people on. And we've been through – a lot of scrutiny on how we have stormed a lot of courts uh, very fast. Um, I think it's just all about safety. And they've tried to emphasize this. I don't know how more schools like watching us do it last week. You still let the kids have their moment, you know, five minutes after, like let the other team get out of there. Yeah. Um, I also have an idea for them, the other visiting team. Um, But Brooks, what are your thoughts as well?
2: I mean, I love like a good court storming. The Arkansas one was was awesome, right? Like like, did y'all see the video footage of it and then they had the lights, you know, going. It was pretty cool. I I like a court storming. I definitely think there is a caution of you do got to protect the players, like it's kind of a mob mentality, right? You know, it's just so many people out there and you have a responsibility to keep those guys safe, but at the same time, I, I never really have a problem with it. I think it's fun. Uh, there's definitely a, moments that you should storm the court. I think when you upset a team that you're, you know, uh, that's number one in the country at home, I think you definitely can storm the court there. There are yeah. some I don't agree with it. I think, you know, there was one time where we beat West Virginia and we stormed the court and it's kind of like, well, I expected us to win that game.
0: yeah. So I
2: don't know. So I'm not a big fan of it when you're, you know, expect your team to be on that level or, and win those games. Now, when it kind of comes as a shock, you know, so prize sure. victory, whatever. I'm always for that, and so.
0: If it's um, like a yeah a shock or an upset, uh, or even like we did against Texas, like if it's against a rival, it's also yeah. highly ranked and a great matchup. Go for it! I don't care if you're the higher ranked team in that situation. But I mean, um, Texas,
1: uh, not to like spend them, but like they weren't they weren't expecting to beat Kansas.
2: I don't really know what's going on here.
0: I don't know, but. uh, my thoughts. I agree with Brooks. I'm I'm really against. What was that? An intentional foul on Groves.
2: I don't know how you. That's intentional. I. I that's just a foul. He's to me.
0: very upset too. That's not intentional. Yeah, it's just call an offensive me. foul. But
2: they're they're getting tight. we for you Here we go. There's um, just the altercation <laughs> with McCuller and one of the guys. So I think they're just trying to. Make, make sure there's no extracurricular.
0: I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, let the the team and the fans and students have fun. I've been involved in a lot of court stormings. I was here for a lot of good days. And I was a student. Um, I do agree, like, we need to do it more safely. Whereas, whether that's, uh-huh. like, the Arkansas one, that, while it looks super cool, that's also, like, possible worst case scenario yeah. situation too like you literally had all the players on the court middle of the court and like i tell you all the time like when we stormed against a- A&M, I was right by ac law like right in yeah. front of my face like, it was not a good situation for those visiting players yeah and that's yeah. how you get like us against west virginia a few years ago and you get a player gets frustrated and hits another student that's not mm-hmm. involved in the game um so either yeah. you like what we did against Texas and, you know, tell the students, hey, we'll let you on like in five minutes. Let us get them off. We'll go through handshakes, blah, blah, blah. Get them off. Then you can come on. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes –
2: yeah, Educate. got the
0: idea. Educate. Like, I know this is kind of tough, but, like, if you're the visiting team and coaches, maybe this needs to be a coaching thing or a conference thing. But, like, hey, if you're going into – like, if you're Texas Tech going into Oklahoma, hey, Texas tech, tech, if you get upset and beat in a close game, be ready to get your ass off the court. Like, no handshake line, get out of yeah. here. Like, yes, you, you're you going to help them security-wise, but don't worry about this handshake line BS, which are stupid anyways. Yeah. Like, get your team and players and coaches out of here ASAP.
2: Yeah, and there's not, there's not going to be a fix for it because basketball, like we've talked about a lot in the past – is an intimate sport. You're yeah. right on top of the court. You know, you have people, access to the court. Yeah, people sitting right there <laughs> on the court, so it's going to be very difficult, especially like you know, on a buzzer beater or some crazy thing you like really that. You're, no you're, there's no chance. Yeah, to
0: have access to the playing surface mm-hmm. this much, like this easy. No. Yeah, and so it's I don't really, really know what the answer
2: really... is, unless you just no. like I up the fines, maybe uh, of of it. Maybe you get teams to protect you know, the players and stuff a little bit more, maybe more security. You know, we had a ridiculous amount of security there for that UT game. And so you kind of knew nothing was going to happen.
0: You knew they practiced and went through like, hey, we're going to irritate it off and then tell them, hey, we'll let you on. Give us a minute to get these guys out of here and off. And the students cooperated too, which you also need on that side. A lot of times it becomes mob mentality of, hey, we're just going to rush these security guards. They can't hold us, which you don't like either. So they get hurt.
1: I think a designated time frame is the best solution to that. I, in all honesty, if the, if the fans know, Hey, we're fucking psyched about this. win, give me, give me the, 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 the 122nd countdown. And I, I'm on that. <laughs> I'm on that court. Then like, I think most people would respect that. Like you wouldn't see like one, you, you might see like one drunk idiot. Just be like, oh, I can't believe we won the game. Like, yeah, I have security for that guy. But like, you know the the what makes a good basketball program, especially a very difficult one to beat at home, is that crowd. So like you got to give mm-hmm. them, you got to give them their opportunity. So yeah, like, I, I I think like a two minute a two minute countdown. Let let the coaches and yeah. the players who put in the work for the game have their moment. Give them let let them kind of uh, honor the other team as much as they need to, and then. And then uh, let's let the ha- let's let the fans, you you know, I- enjoy this experience with their team. But yeah. I I think the countdown. I think the countdown is probably the safest bet and easiest yeah. way to make sure that
0: that's basically what Tech did that yeah. the other night. They yeah. had, like, like five it. minutes, hurry up, get through these lines, yeah. beard, shake the guys' hands, other former players, all that good stuff. And as soon as they were out, they're like, "All right, gates are open." Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But, it I mean, it's it fun.
2: You don't want to take it away from the students because that's something that you remember right. for, like, your whole entire life is that time you, oh, we beat Washington and I uh, stormed the court. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I still remember and talk about I got to rush the court twice in a week. We beat Kansas and A&M, both ranked top five, like, in the same week.
2: <laughs> yeah. And maybe teams just needed to have a better exit strategy for uh For the opposing teams, like, hey, we have multiple tunnels. We can get you out this way. Right. That way, you don't have to go through the whole crowd. Yeah, um, that's
0: also part of it. So, but, just want to bring that up because that was a good. This is good timing for it. There's been quite a few of them in the last few weeks. Awesome. And there's only going to be more as conference play ends.
1: And I, I think the timing couldn't have been any better. Uh So yeah. we we have just entered the halftime for those listening live. Uh, yeah, we we are at thirty to twenty five with a going into the half with the lead. So. Uh, Looking good for the Red Raiders to close this out. Hopefully they do. Hopefully the defense stays strong and we hit our usual second half stride here. Um, Any other input as far uh, as far as uh, the basketball program goes, guys?
2: Just close out this half. Get that dub.
0: Can we get out of a game without more injuries? Yeah, let's do that. I, I think that would be
1: a big dub right there. Um, but uh, as far as uh, as far as the episode go guys goes guys, that's gonna wrap it up for wrap it up for us here. Definitely excited to have you here. Definitely appreciate you swinging by. But that is the end of Club Red for this week. And uh, we will catch you guys next week. And uh, hopefully y'all stay safe and go go watch these uh, Red Raiders uh, on Saturday against TCU. Peace. <laughs>